I tried 911. <laughs> Woo, you just called J E S U S. Jesus. He said, if you call on my name, come on, he'll answer us. Amen. He'll, he'll, he'll do it. He said, if, he's, Brother Dick, he said, if you need the Holy Ghost, if you need salvation, if you need a touch from God, a miracle, if you need your kids, amen, did God reach out to them? If you need your husband or your wife, uh, come on, whatever you need, you just got to call him up and tell him about it. Instead of putting it on Facebook. Come on. Come on, we tell Facebook and Twitter. I mean, we, we email it, we call. We, we, but come on, we're calling. We got to call the right person. We got to get the right person on the line. Hey, I mean, we, we got to tell somebody that can do something about it. Come on, he'll do more than like it, more than love it, more than send you a crying face or a laughing face. Come on, that, that's what we live for. But he'll do more than that. Oh, listen, the Holy Spirit even wants to work in your life and work through you and draw you to Jesus. Amen. He's got a plan and God has got a work to do in you. Can I get a big amen? Well, we're just going to continue uh, from, from last week. And we're going to pick up and we're going to talk about today the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. So last week we talked about uh, Jesus. He ascended, but before he ascended, he had some things to say. How many think it's important to listen to what he had to say before he went away? He had already walked talked, healed, delivered, set free, raised from the dead, died on a cross, and on the third day rose from the dead. And then he began to appear to his disciples. He began to prepare them for their next mission. Prepare them for their ministry. I'm telling you, they were content, like some of you, following Jesus Letting Jesus do all of the work and them just enjoyed the benefits. Huh? Come on. When Jesus feeds 5,000, there's some left over for me. So I'm just here. When Jesus does miracles, he's getting famous and they're walking with him and they feel famous. Woo! Everybody knows me. I'm a disciple. I, I hang out with Jesus. Do you know Jesus? Oh, I know him. I talk to him. We're friends. But Jesus had a word. I'm about to go away. I'm not going to stay here. I'm not going to be the one doing the work. I've showed you. I've taught you. I've, I've, I've given you demonstration. Now I am about to go away. And you are going to do greater things than you've seen. You are going to carry on this ministry. You have a purpose. You have a plan. But I'm not going to leave you alone. Somebody say, I'm not alone. Even when you're by yourself, you're not alone. Jesus declared, Acts chapter 1, He said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Jesus said, I'm going away. 
I've got to go back to the Father. I've got to go back to my place. I've got to go to prepare a place for you. But I will not leave you comfortless. Aren't you glad you don't have to be comfortless? You can have somebody. Amen. It was a promise. What is the Holy Spirit? It is a promise of the Father. How many of those God keeps his promises? Jesus keeps his promises. Every promise in the word of God, you can hold on to it. You can believe it. It is yours. Amen. It'll happen. Amen. And you just got to be faithful and be patient and hear the disciples. Amen. They were excited. Jesus is back. We're about to do this thing. We're about to set up a kingdom. And Jesus said, no, 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 no. I'm fixing to go back to the father. But I'm going to send you another comforter. I'm going to send you somebody. He's not going to be like me. He, I, while I was here, I could just be with one person at a time. We could be in one place at a time. But I'm about to send you something that can be in every one of you at the same time all over the universe and the world. And when he comes, he will empower you and he'll lead you and he'll guide you and he'll direct you. And he will be your comforter. And they said, what's it look, what's it look like? When, how, how, when's he coming? How's he coming? What, what, what's gonna, how many knows everybody wants to know all the details? And Jesus said, Terry, just Terry, just wait, just wait. He said, don't do nothing else. Go to Jerusalem and Terry, wait on the promise of the Father. I've got to go. While he was speaking, and when he gave them all the commands, we taught, we preached it last week. He was taken. And then the angel said, Y'all remember the key verse I preached on last week? This same Jesus is coming again in like manner. But he said, You, you, need, you need to go do what he told you to do. You need to te- you need to occupy till he comes. You need to get busy about the father's business. And so they went and they tarried in the upper room and the Bible says when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were in one mind and one accord. They were in one place and the spirit of God, the Holy Ghost came into that room like cloven tongues of fire set upon each of them and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance and they were preaching and testifying and prophesying and declaring the word of the Lord and they were declaring it was Peter how many knows Peter I like Peter I'm so thankful for Peter because he reminds me of me always in trouble always getting my foot in my mouth always doing the wrong thing acting in the flesh oh but Jesus said come on Peter come on the devil wants to sift you but I'm praying for you because he doesn't God doesn't just look at what you are he looks at what you can be and he saw this day in the very beginning and when the Holy Ghost fell Peter got baptized in the Holy Ghost and power came and boldness that's part of it you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Judea and Jerusalem and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. You're going to receive boldness. Peter stood around that fire, and they said, you're one of them. And he said, oh, no, 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 I don't, I don't know him. Now then on the day of Pentecost, filled with the Holy Spirit, Peter stands up. 
and said, this is that which was prophesied by the, the, the prophet Joel. Hey, in the last days, hey, man, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters will prophesy and your young men will see visions, your old men will dream dreams and upon all flesh I'm going to pour out my spirit. This is that. And he began to preach the gospel and they heard the gospel in all of their different languages and over 3,000 got saved that day and the church was birthed and all those people that get gathered there in Jerusalem, amen, for this time, now go out into all of back into their places and there they start spreading the gospel and the church is born and the Holy Spirit has come and entered into man and now man has somebody. To walk with him, talk with him, comfort him, direct him, reveal his word to him. And I'm here to tell you today that you have the Holy Spirit in you, working in you, leading God in you. But I just we talked about it in the office this morning. There's no reason in, in 2021 to ever get lost. Because almost most of us all have a smartphone. It's got Google Maps. It's got every kind of app. I just put in the address. It tells me turn left, turn right. Most vehicles now have it. There's no reason for you to get lost. But people are still getting lost. Apparently a bunch of folks got lost this morning on the way to church. (laughs) I see see your empty chairs. You're out there. You're wondering. You're lost. Come on, Google the Lord's house. Put it in your app. It'll bring you right here. No reason to wander around. Come on. But we're still doing it. The Holy Spirit has been given to you to lead you and guide you and direct you and empower you. And you're still trying to do life on your own. You're still trying to make it, still trying to figure it out, still trying to work it out. And Jesus is like, I sent you the Holy Spirit to be your helper. He said, I'll give you power, dunamis, the Holy Spirit, paraclete, not a parakeet. Jesus did not die to give you a parakeet. He came to give you a paraclete, not a pair of cleats. For soccer. <laughs> I know some of the kids got excited. We're going to get a pair of cleats. Oh, yeah. Pastor can look that up for you. He knows how. So listen, listen. He said a paraclete. What is a paraclete? Let me show you a paraclete. Come here, Pastor. This is not a parakeet. This is a paraclete. Okay. Now, Listen. Here I am. You stay right there. Here I am. I'm trying to do things on my own. I'm trying to work it out. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to figure life out. I'm trying to. And, and, but Jesus sent somebody to help me. Paraclete means one called alongside of another to help. Ha <laughs> ha. Now I'm not by myself. I should never feel lonely because. I got somebody beside me to help. See, I want to come over here and pick this chair up. And I'm trying to do it. But I don't have to do it by myself. I got a helper. 
that can take the other side. We're trying, to, we're, we're, we're trying to do things on our own when we have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the third person of the Trinity, amen, that left heaven, that Jesus said, when I get back, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. And when he comes, and he came. And now, I'm never alone. Yet, sometimes I want to go, Come on, come on, come on, come on. Holy, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. I'm going to go over here to, to this party. You probably won't want to go. You wouldn't be comfortable. So, Holy Spirit, you just stay right here, okay? Holy Spirit's not staying. He's going where you're going. He's with you to guide you and direct you. And, and sometimes when you get in trouble, you're going places you shouldn't go. You're like, why is it so hard? I'm just trying to have a good time. Why? Because it's the Holy Spirit trying to tell you, don't do that. Don't say that. Don't go there. Amen. But here's what we do. Finally, we just get hardened and we just keep on, just keep on. And the Bible says, don't grieve the Holy Ghost. But I feel like a lot of us have grieved him. And he's sad. And we're over here doing our own thing. We need to come back this morning at the end of this message. Amen. We're going to come back and we're going to go, Holy Spirit, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I disappointed you. I'm sorry I pushed you aside. I'm sorry I didn't let you help me when I needed help. Come on. I'm asking you to come back. Come on. And the Holy Spirit's going to come back and help you. Thank you, Pastor. Woo. <laughs> Woo. Can I tell you something? That's what happened when the, when the Lord sent me Pastor Marcelo and Doris. Amen. All of our pastors. Amen. These ministers. That's what the Lord did. He sent us people that walk with us and talk with us and strengthen us and do all of these ministries. We're not doing this alone. We couldn't do it alone. But together, we can fulfill the call of God. Can I get an amen? Sister Griselda, we, ha- we hadn't even started on the first page yet. I'm so sorry. Let's do it. Galatians chapter 5 and verse number 16. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Man, that's a good scripture, isn't it? So all I got to do is just walk in the Spirit, and I won't ever sin. All I got to do is just walk in the Spirit, and I won't, I won't ever do bad stuff. Yeah. Sounds pretty easy, doesn't it? It's not as easy as it sounds. Because we have flesh. And sometimes we like to do our own thing. But listen, I'm telling you, church, if we'll learn to walk in the Spirit, and I'm going to help you this morning, I'm going to try to teach you, how do we walk in the Spirit? How do we walk? How do we lean? How do we trust? How do we let the Holy Spirit work in our lives? How do we learn to hear His voice? Because God, He's speaking. See, back then, Peter chopped the guy's ear off and Jesus was there to pick it back up and fix it for him. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is here to fix your mistakes and to help fix it. But you know what? You've got to let Him. You've got to allow Him to work in your life. So uh, he said, if, if we'll walk in the Spirit, we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. So how many agrees we need to walk in the Spirit? Amen. Me too. 
So how do we do it? First of all, amen, if we're going to walk in the Spirit, we've got to have an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. Amen, we've got to know Jesus. You must be a believer. The Bible says, how can a man come to Jesus unless the Spirit draw him? You cannot even get born again without the Holy Spirit. Because it's the Holy Spirit that convicts you of your sin. It's the Holy Spirit that draws you to repentance. That's the job of the Holy Spirit. It's constantly pointing people to Jesus. Drawing people. And so, the day you got born again, it was because the Holy Spirit convicted you and drew your heart and brought you to the cross so you can confess your sin. And so we, we got to begin to have a relationship just like we do with Jesus. We accept Jesus in our heart as our Savior. You need to pray and say, Holy Spirit, I want to know you. Holy Spirit, I thank you that when Jesus came into my life, you came. You drew me to Jesus. You are in my life. You're here to help me. Holy Spirit, I want to know you. Holy Spirit, I want to obey you. Holy Spirit, I want you to grow in me. I want you to develop in me. I want us to develop a relationship. I I want to learn to hear your voice. I I want to learn to be obedient to your prompting. When you tell me don't do something, help me not not to do it. When I do something, what, what does the devil say? See, the Holy Spirit convicts. The devil condemns. How do I know the difference in condemnation and in conviction? You sin. Condemnation comes and says, you blew it. You sorry thing, you. See, I knew you weren't a real Christian. How could Jesus love you? You might as well quit. Just give up. Come on, you done blew it now. I mean, you need to just really go out and do it big. Because it doesn't matter. But conviction says, yeah, you blew it. You made a mistake. That wasn't the right thing to say. That wasn't the right thing to do. But Jesus still loves you. Come on. Come with me to Jesus. Holy Spirit's drawing you back to Jesus. Come on. Just, just, just say you're sorry. Come on. Come on. Just, just, just repent. Just, just come to Jesus. Don't, don't run. Don't run from Jesus. See, Adam and Eve, that's what happened in the beginning with man. Man sinned. What they do? Ran and hid from God. And that's our tendency in our flesh. But the Holy Spirit says, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Come on, we're running to Jesus. He still loves you. He still got a plan for you. Come on, it's okay. Yes, it was not the right thing to do. But he'll forgive you and we can get up and move on. So listen, when you hear that little voice telling you, you sorry thing, you know good, you sin, you mess. Just know that's the devil. That came from hell. That's condemnation. And the Bible says there is there now, there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. Oh, when I'm born again and the Holy Spirit is in me and I'm walking in the Spirit, the devil can't condemn me. If I make a mistake, the Holy Spirit's going to lead me back to the cross. Amen. Where I can get 
fixed up and get on my way. So we want to have that spirit. The Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, the source of power. Come on, He is responsible for your life. God has ordained Him. He has put Him in your life in your life to fulfill the purpose God has for you. I know the plans for you, saith the Lord. They're plans for good and not evil. And I'm sending you the Holy Spirit to lead you into your destiny. Because you know what? Guess what? You don't know how to get there. You don't know what God's got, what He's going to do, or where you need to go. But the Holy Spirit does. And when you allow Him to work in your life, and you use His power, and you allow Him to walk with you, live in you, daily renew fellowship with Him, there's nothing you can't accomplish. You and the Holy Ghost and Jesus. And the Father. You see what Jesus said? He said, when I send the Holy Ghost, the Father and I and the Holy Spirit are going to come in and make our abode. You see, Brother Dick talked about a while ago about the new covenant. The old covenant, God dwelt in the tabernacle behind a curtain between the cherubims, the mercy seat, holies of holies. Only one man once a year could go see God. The high priest. Once a year, he made the sacrifice, took the blood, went in, offered it for the sins of the people. He had to go through all kind of ceremony cleansing, and they still put bells around the bottom of his skirt and tied a rope to his leg. Because if he went in there and he had gotten a fight with his wife that morning, he dropped dead. There's some of y'all be laying dead on the floor right now. Y'all got into it on the way to church. Sitting there kind of sideways at each other. But the Holy Spirit's working on you right now. It's going to be all right. But back then, under the old covenant, no, 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 no. Most of you teenagers wouldn't be here. You back talked mama one time, you got stoned. And not this kind. No, no, no. I'm talking about rocks to the head. Dead. Don't be getting stoned that other way either. That's why I gave you the Holy Spirit. He'll lead you and guide you. Tell you, mm-mm. Come on, the Holy Spirit lives in you. And He wants to renew. Renew your daily, your, your relationship. Come on, your spirit is essential to God's power working in your life. The Holy Spirit, He, God said, let there be light. And it was the Holy Spirit that went out and pow! cause the power. God speaks destiny in your life and it's the Holy Spirit in you that brings it to pass. It's important to have a relationship. The Holy Spirit is your helper. Everybody say, help me. Help me, Jesus. It's not going to be Wanda or Rhonda or whatever that song says. It's the Holy Spirit that's going to help you. The Holy Spirit communicates every plan and every purpose of God on earth from heaven. See, the Holy Spirit knows the will of God. The Holy Spirit knows the heart of Jesus. The Holy Spirit knows what's happening and He is the one that causes uh, amen, the things in heaven to be here on earth. He's working through your life. It's important. The Holy Spirit gives you power to live a Christian life. You cannot do it by yourself. We're not perfect. We fail. We sin. We, we, we rely on the flesh. We'll act ugly, talk ugly, we do all that kind of stuff. But then the Holy Spirit convicts us and leads us back. And we say, Lord, I'm sorry. He forgives us. It's the Holy Spirit's job to empower us 
to walk the Christian life. The Holy Spirit, He has a position and He has a plan. And and He wants you to take advantage of Him. Some of you are not taking advantage of the Holy Spirit. You're trying to do it all by yourself. And He's just sitting there going, But Jesus sent me to help you. Why won't you let me help you? Now, some of you may not even have known he was there to help you. I'm here to tell you today. Some of you are just now coming into relationship with him. Today, you're going to say, Holy Spirit, come into my life. Holy Spirit, I want to know you. I want to have a relationship with you. And you're going to begin to develop a relationship. He said, you will receive power after the Holy Ghost. Come on, Acts chapter 1-8. But you will receive power. I mean, Jesus, did you know Jesus didn't do any miracles until after the Holy Ghost came upon him? He lived his life, came up here, he got baptized, he came up out of the water, the Holy Spirit descended upon him. And then the Bible says the Spirit led him into the wilderness to fast and pray. The Spirit. Now, I know, Pastor, sometimes I, I, I feel like something, something's telling me to fast, and I'm like, oh, I rebuke you, devil. <laughs> Do without food? That must, that's got to be the devil. That's got to be the devil. But listen, the Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to pray and to fast for 40 days. And then he came out conquering the devil, speaking the word, filled with the Holy Ghost, and then he began to do signs, wonders, and miracles. I'm telling you, after the Holy Ghost, and you come into a relationship with the Holy Ghost, amen, you're going to begin to do some signs, wonders, and miracles. It's going to transform your life. Amen. Maybe you spent the first part of your life struggling and, and, and trying to overcome sin and trying to live this Christian life all by yourself. And you're about to come into a relationship with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And you're about to walk in a new power, amen, that you've never known. And these things will follow you too. Luke chapter 4, 14 says, Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and the news of him went through the surrounding region. Listen, the Holy Spirit, the purpose of his Spirit, amen, is not to make you famous. But when you begin to walk in the Spirit, and you begin to cast out devils and raise the dead and heal the sick, amen, word will spread. Because people are hurting in this world. People are hungry and they need somebody. If you allow the Holy Spirit to reign in your life, He'll produce. Everybody say produce. Now, the Holy Spirit doesn't just come for you to speak in tongues and get goosebumps and shout hallelujah and then leave the church and never be changed. The Holy Spirit wants to walk with you daily, talk with you daily, reveal the Word of God, and He wants to produce in you the fruits of the Spirit. There's two things He wants to do. He wants to operate the fruits and the gifts. We're going to talk about both of those. So first of all, amen, as you begin to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, and He reveals God's Word, and He reveals God's purpose, and you begin to walk in relationship with the Holy Spirit, He will produce in you the fruits of the Spirit. What are they? Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Anybody need to love a little bit more? Y'all need to be a little more loving? 
Love some people that are unloved. How, how in the world can Jesus love them? I tell you how. Through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, they will get a hold of you. And you'll start loving people that you hated. You'll start praying for those who despitefully use you. Say, how can I? I can't do that in myself. Oh, you are absolutely right. But through the Holy Spirit, He will empower you to love. For the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Anybody need some self-control? Every single one of us need to learn to control ourselves. What do we need to control? Our flesh. How do we do it? I just read it to you in Galatians. That's how we started. If you walk in the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. But can I just turn that around? If you walk in the flesh... You will fulfill the lust of the flesh. But when you begin to let the Holy Spirit produce fruit in your life, all of a sudden you're going to start loving more, having more joy. Anybody need more peace? Anybody need to be a little more long-suffering? Come on, your fuse is about that short. Somebody done got on your last nerve. How can I deal with them? The Holy Spirit will help you suffer long with people. And, and, and not lose your control. The Holy Spirit will give you gentleness and faithfulness and goodness and kindness. Listen, come on, we need some folks to be a little more kind. I need to see some Christians that are a little more kind. They're out there declaring, I'm a born-again believer, and then they're hating people. And they're doing all kind of crazy things. Where is the love? Where is the joy? Where is the peace? I mean, people looking at us and they go, why do I want to be a Christian? You look about as miserable as anybody I've ever seen in the world. Look like you've been sucking on a dill pickle sideways all week. All sired up, sucking on prunes, all lip all mad and... Why would anybody want to become a believer and become a Christian like you? I'll tell you why. When we let the Holy Spirit do His work in us and we start loving, we're kind and we're gentle and we're faithful and we're just peaceful and we got some self-control. He said, against such there is no law. How many knows the law? Listen, when you love somebody, guess what? You're not going to steal from them. When you love somebody, you're not going to beat them up. When you love somebody, when you're gentle, when you're kind, you're not going to say ugly words. Come on, listen. There's no law against how kind you can be. There's no, 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 no. No police is going to stop you and say, I got to give you a ticket because you are just a little too joyful. You're being a little too peaceful. Listen, it's when we don't have the Holy Spirit and we're acting in the flesh when we get in trouble. In the natural and in the spiritual. But when we walk in the Spirit and the Holy Spirit is leading us and the Holy Spirit begins to reside in John chapter 14, 17, the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, neither sees Him nor knows Him, but you. Paul speaking to the believer. 
you know him, for he dwells with you and he will be in you. Come on. The world don't know him. They can't understand him. They don't know why. But we know him. The Bible speaks. Amen. It talks about the Holy Spirit as water. We sang it this morning about that well. Spring up that well. Amen. In my soul. Let it flood. Amen. The Bible talks about, amen. Out of, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. When the Holy Spirit comes and He's working in your life and, and He's leading you and He's guiding you and you're in His Word and He begins to fill you, I'm telling you one day He'll baptize you in the Holy Ghost and it'll overflow you. And somebody said, well, I speak in tongues. Oh, yeah. You ever bought a shoe without a tongue? A tennis shoe? It just comes with it. But, but, but that's, not, that, that's not the whole purpose or the point. Tongues, throughout the scripture, we saw that it was the... And Jesus said in the Great Commission, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And then he said, These signs shall follow them who believe. What are we going to do? What, what does it say? What are you going to do? You're going to cast out devils. You're going to lay hands on the sick and they sh- and shall recover. And you're going to speak with new tongues. That's what Jesus said. So when the Holy Spirit, you're, you're developing a relationship. But don't worry. Don't worry about the tongue right now, okay? We're developing a relationship with the Holy Spirit. When he baptized you, my, my, my daddy said it like this. He, uh, he, 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 he was a Christian uh, saved uh, young when he was young, and, but he didn't know anything about the Holy Spirit. And uh, he began to come to church with Mama, and, and, and it was a spirit-filled church. And all of a sudden, man, he began to get hungry, and he began to desire. He was going home, reading his Bible, saying, what, what, what's this Holy Spirit stuff? He was reading in the book of Acts, and he saw how the Holy Spirit transformed the disciples, and he saw how, how Jesus uh, was saying, come on, you need to get it. And he, he was just like, Lord, if this is for me, I want it. Well, Mama was going home on her lunch break, and she was praying, Lord, fill Daddy with the Holy Ghost. She knew he needed that power. And uh, she was not there that night. They were newly married. He had just graduated from business school. He had a job with a cotton belt, making good money. And he went to church that night. And he altar call was given and he came down and he knelt and he began to pray and he began and he was reading the word and he was asking the Holy Spirit Lord if, if this is real if this is for me I want it and he said all of a sudden he felt like a bucket of hot oil was poured over him and he felt it just coming up coming up coming up coming up and when it got to the top it just started came up it just came out and he heard himself praying in another language and he said is that me and he's praying in the Holy Ghost. And then all of a sudden, we're going to get that to the minute, the gifts. All of a sudden, he stopped praying in other tongues and started prophesying in English. And he began to say, you're going to leave your job. You're going to go into the ministry. You're going to preach the gospel. And he said, who's saying that? <laughs> and he went home and told mama. And mama said, we got to go talk to the preacher. She didn't sign up to be no preacher's wife. But daddy went in obedient to the Holy Ghost told his boss I'm leaving my job 
I'm going to Bible. He said, oh, no, 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 listen, listen. You, you, you just do what you need to do. Take your time. Your job will be here when you come back. Daddy said, I'm not coming back. Don't hold it. They went to Bible school. Amen. They got out of Bible school. They traveled the United States preaching the gospel. And then over 50, 60 years ago, they came to Tyler. And you're sitting in this building because of the Holy Ghost. And what he spoke into Daddy's heart. And what he did in his life. And once he was led by the Holy Ghost. Amen. He built this building. And this building is a house of prayer for all people. And he declared, amen, in the last days, I'll draw all men into this house. Upon the mountain, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established and all nations will flow into it. It's why we have some 15 nations now. Amen? Because the Holy Ghost. I met Amy good Christian girl, loved God from the very beginning, loved to read her word, loved the Bible, loved didn't really know anything about the Holy Spirit heard about it, knew that it was working in her life but didn't know anything about baptism we began to pray she was sitting right there one night I was kneeling right here at this altar when this altar was here, I was kneeling right there and I looked up and the Holy Spirit, oh thank God for the Holy Spirit I got baptized in the Holy Spirit when I was a kid and uh, I was right there I know the difference in the devil's voice and the Holy Spirit. But I'm going to tell you, I was in the Spirit, praying in the Spirit, and I looked up and saw her, and the Holy Spirit said, she's the one you're going to marry. Knocked me right out of the Spirit, right in the flesh. I was like, whoa, yes, Lord. Whoa, I like her. No, I was still in the Spirit. But I just began to pray. I knew what God had called me to do. I knew God had called me to preach the gospel. I knew, you know, and I wanted us to be in unity and pray. And I began to pray, Lord, just fill her with the Holy Ghost. So we had a powerful service. And she was just worshiping and praying. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit just filled her. And she started to speak in tongues. And she put her hand over her mouth and said, I'm Baptist. I don't do that. <laughs> Guess what? All denominations do that. I'm telling you, there's somebody in every single church that has the baptism of the Holy Ghost. They may not talk about it a lot, but I promise you they're there. Because when you hunger and thirst after God, I went all the way to the other side of the world. Went over there, we was in Ecuador in the mountains to the Kichawa Indians. And I began to preach about the Holy Ghost. And they'd never heard about it. And some of them got mad and got up and walked out and said, they never told us that. But one by one, people begin to come to me and say, privately, I think I might have what you're talking about. I was really hungry and I wanted more of God. And I fasted and I prayed. One pastor told me, my wife told me, in the middle of the night she woke up and I was talking in another language. Do you think that was the Holy Ghost? That was it, brother. You got it. One by one, people began to tell me their experiences. They were just, they wanted more of Jesus. And the Holy Spirit just filled them, developed them. Well, we had prayer meetings back then. The next night, we went to prayer meeting. And I told her, I said, the next time you feel the Holy Spirit come up, just don't stop it. That next night, we were praying, and I was walking by. And as I walked by, I heard her fluently just praying in other tongues in the Holy Ghost. And she's been praying in tongues in the Holy Ghost ever since. 
Amen. We walk in the Spirit. We pray in the Holy Ghost. Amen. We're led by the Spirit of God. But I listen, I don't know where you are on your walk or your relationship. Maybe today you're just being introduced to the Holy Spirit. Maybe you've been baptized in the Holy Ghost a long time. But you need to refresh it. You need to stir up the gifts a little bit. Wherever you're at, just know that Jesus sent the Holy Spirit for your benefit. It's not a denomination. It's the promise of our Heavenly Father. Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm going to send it to you. If He sent it, you need it. It's a gift. John said, whoever drinks of the water I shall give him shall never thirst again. Don't you want that everlasting water? When you walk in the Spirit, you're equipped with the power to do the supernatural. You will do things you could not do in your own ability. Under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, amen, you can cast out devils. You can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Listen, don't ever think that what you do, you do it on your own ability. Whatever you do, it's because the Holy Spirit is empowering you. That's why so many people have got in trouble, amen, in the Christian world, amen, because they begin, God begins to give them gifts, and then they begin to think, this is me, how good I am. Oh, come on, there ain't nothing good in us but Jesus. Can I get a big amen? Come on, clap for joy. Hallelujah. Listen, last week I let y'all out at 1140. Today I'm going to take that time back. Just a few more minutes, I promise. Come on. So the, the, the gifts, the, the, the gifts, the fruits of the Spirit. But now then, amen, you're walking in the fruit of the Spirit. You're in relationship with the Holy Ghost. You got born again, asked Jesus to come into your heart. The Holy Spirit has moved in, and now you have a relationship. He'll lead you, guide you, direct you, empower you. He is developing in you the fruits of the Spirit. But He wants you also to operate and to have the gifts of the Spirit. Pastor, what are the gifts of the Spirit? Here they are. Now, I'm not going to read them. I'm just going to give you the list. And you can go read 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse, I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, uh, verse 4 through 11. And it says all of these gifts were all done by the same Spirit. It's not a different Holy Spirit. There's different gifts. And here's what he said. Word of wisdom. Word of knowledge faith. Now, every believer has faith. He said, we've all been given a measure of faith, but there is a gift of faith. And people who operate in that gift of faith see miracles because they just believe God. Uh, You can have that gift of faith, uh, gift uh, gift of healing. All believers can lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. We can have that. But there's some God's given the gift of healing. And I mean, they, they lay, and it's just miracles happen. You can have that gift. The working of miracles. The uh, gift of prophecy. The gift of discerning of spirits. Oh, I pray for that gift all the time. I, when people are talking to me and telling me stories and things, I, I just want the Holy Spirit just to tell me, uh, no, they're lying. It happens a lot. But I mean... Anybody ever been suckered? Anybody ever told you a story and you come later you found out that was not the truth at all? You need the spirit of discernment. The Lord, show me. But it's not just for that. But he, he can help you discern things. Uh, the, the, the different kinds of tongues. Uh, and then interpretation of tongues. So there's the gift 
of tongues. When, when you get baptized in the Holy Ghost, uh, and then you can pray in your own language. Why is that language so important? Because it's between you and God. Why does the devil hate it? Because he can't understand it. And so it's kind of like uh, anytime we're together, me and Amy and Marcelo and Doris, uh, a lot of times they talk in Spanish because they're talking about me and they don't want me to know. Every time they're talking in Spanish, I'm like, yep, they're talking about me. That's why I'm trying to learn Spanish so I know what they're saying about me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's why the devil hates the Holy Ghost because he can't understand it. And when you pray in the Holy Ghost, he said, you pray directly to the Father. And when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you pray the will. Of, when you pray in English, you're praying your will. You're praying what I want. But when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you're praying the will of the Father. That's why Jude said, it's important, Jude said, building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Important. So, come on, develop that. We're just, we're, 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 we're in the, the baby stages. We're, we're developing. All of these gifts you can have. Wisdom. Give somebody a word of knowledge. All of a sudden, the Lord just give you a word. And you say, hey, here's what the Lord's telling me about. Boom, 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 boom. I've seen people operate in that gift. I mean, just call people out. And I mean, read their mail. I mean, they're, 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 we was, I was in Bible school. I remember David Wilkerson was a man. I mean, he was a prophet, and he just knew things by the Holy Ghost. And he came to, to Bible school, all of us students. We spent a whole week repenting of everything we ever did because we're afraid he's going to get up there and call us out. <laughs> That's not how the Holy Spirit works. That's not what he's about. But that gift of wisdom and knowledge and that gift of prophecy, I'm telling you, prophecy is still alive. God still knows what's going to happen. And God can use people to speak through the Holy Ghost. And so those are the gifts. You need the fruits. You need the gifts. You need the Holy Ghost. We, we, we must cooperate with the Holy Spirit. We've got to continue, renew our spirit. First, 2 Corinthians 4.16 Therefore, we do not lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, our inward man. Come on, somebody say, my spirit. My spirit man is being renewed day by day. How is my spirit man being renewed by the Holy Spirit? Amen. See this body? It's going back to the grave, going back to the dust from whence it came. But my soul and spirit is going to live with Jesus. And the Holy Spirit speaks to your spirit. He speaks through your heart, through your mind. You need to learn to be sensitive and listen. here to the end. Ephesians chapter 3, 16, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. Some of you are struggling in the outer man because your inner man is weak. What does your spirit eat? See, now, if you want to be strong in the natural, what do you need to eat? No, we're talking about the natural. Yeah, we, we need, but, but what kind of food? Come on. You, you know, my, my motto, you eat fat, greasy food, you're a fat, greasy dude. That's just how it works. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I used to be Fabio, now I'm Flabio. Anyway, that's a, that's a whole different story. Anyway. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. 
You eat good stuff. We're supposed to eat vegetables and meats. We you shouldn't eat a lot of processed stuff. I mean, we need to eat good, healthy stuff. It makes your body healthier. Your spirit, man. It's weak because of what you're feeding it. It don't care about TV. It don't care about Facebook. It don't care about all this nonsense in this mess. It needs to be fed from heaven. It needs the Word of God. Amen. You said it, George. The Word of God. You read God's Word. You study God's Word. Thy Word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against God. How can I not sin against God? I get the Word in my spirit. My spirit gets strong. I walk in the Spirit. I don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. My spirit's weak. I've been feeding my flesh. The flesh wins. Greatest example. What's the difference? How's the flesh and the spirit? It's two dogs. You got two dogs. These two dogs get in a fight. Which dog's going to win? The one you feed the most. If you feed one... And you neglect the other, the one's going to get stronger and stronger, and the one's going to get weaker and weaker. You wonder why? Why am I failing? Why am I sinning? Why am I keep doing this? Why do I keep falling the same thing over and over? Because your spirit's weak, and you've been feeding your flesh junk, and your flesh is stronger. And in the fight, the flesh wins. Come on, crucify the flesh, starve the flesh. Turn off the TV. Shut down the Facebook. Stop feeding junk into your spirit and start putting the Word of God and prayer and and allow your spirit to grow. Then, when they get in a fight, every time, the spirit's going to win. What happened to Jesus? Last page. But this is not on the notes. It's what happened to Jesus. Let's go back to Jesus. He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. To fast and pray. While he was there, the devil didn't bother him. The devil never bothers you when you're on your high. And the Bible says, but when he hungered, at the end of 40 days, he was hungry and he was weak. And the devil showed up and the devil tested him on the three things that you and I are tested on. Exactly what Adam and Eve was tested on. It hasn't changed. The lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And the devil came and the devil said, Hey, you hungry? You've been fasting 40 days? I bet you could like something to eat. He said, If, you be, if, if you're the Son of God, won't you tell that rock to come a, become a loaf, a hot bread with some butter and some jam? He's like, I can smell it. He appealed to his flesh. And Jesus said, it is written. Quoted the word of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. he He took him up to a high place, the pinnacle of the temple, and said, why don't you jump off? If you're the son of God, the angels will catch you. He quoted the word the devil did, and he misquoted. He always misquotes the word. He did three times. Test, test, test. Each time, Jesus just quoted the word, 
And then the Bible says, Satan left him and the angels came and ministered to him. Guess what? So that day, he conquered the devil. He conquered the flesh, the spirit. He, he, did, he, he passed all the tests. He put the devil in his place. Guess what? From that moment on, every time Jesus faced any kind of sickness, disease, whatever, it all fell in one of those categories. And Jesus is like, hey, devil, remember the wilderness? I beat you back there, and I'm going to do it again here. Be healed. See, once you walk in the Spirit and you know the devil's defeated and you've conquered and you feel your spirit, you can walk in that kind of anointing and that kind of authority. But you've got to conquer your flesh and you've got to feed your spirit. Let's, let, let's close up here. The Holy Spirit, Isaiah 4, 30, 40, 31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Would the band come? Uh, they shall mount up with, uh, with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Listen, the Holy Spirit, if you're born again, if you're a Christian, if you're saved, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit is in you. He resides in you. He has come in and He wants to develop a relationship with you. And He wants to get you to the point to where He can fill you and baptize you. But some of you don't even have a relationship with Him yet. So let's just come into relationship with the Holy Spirit. He's our helper. He's our guide. He enables us to grow. He enables us to prosper. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the voice of God inside of man. You see, God still speaks. God's still talking today. But He's speaking through the Holy Spirit to the heart of man. You say, what's God saying to me? Develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit and you'll know because the Holy Spirit will tell you what God's saying. He'll reveal. I remember one of the things Amy said after she was baptized in the Holy Ghost and would pray in the Spirit and read the Word. She said, the Word of God, the Bible made more sense. Because who better to reveal the Word than the one who wrote the Word. How was the Word of God written? The Holy Spirit moved upon men and they wrote the Word of God. So when you develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit, when you read the Word of God and you're like, oh, I don't know, I'm not sure I understand that, then the Holy Spirit reveals His Word to you. Come into relationship with the Holy Spirit. He's your protector. He's your comforter. He is your source of power. He he wants to have fellowship with you. He wants to talk with you daily. He wants you to stay in His Word. When you pray, when you worship, amen, when you fill your heart, amen, with the things that lift up God, listen, you can walk in the fruits of the Spirit. You can walk in the gifts of the Spirit. You can daily drink from that well of living water. And guess what? If you do... What, what do you think will happen if you drink from the well of living water every day? You'll never be thirsty. He said, if you drink this water I give you, you'll never be thirsty. The world is thirsty. They're, they're, they're dry. They can't figure out life. 
They can't figure out their own identity or their own gender. They're all say, how are people so messed up? Because they've rejected the Holy Spirit. They've rejected Jesus. The Holy Spirit's not there to convict and to show them right from wrong. The world's in a mess. But I'm telling you this morning, for you as a believer, you don't have to do it alone. The Holy Spirit is here for you. He loves you. He wants to empower you, lead and guide you, reveal the word. He wants to anoint you. So this morning, we're just going to worship for a minute. And then I'm going to pray. Just like we pray and ask Jesus to come into our life, we're going to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to just reveal Himself in our life, to come in relationship. And then it's up to you to develop that relationship. You get in the book of Acts, read what the Holy Spirit did, the difference it made before and after. and what read, Just read what Jesus said about the Holy Spirit. You'll find out, man, if He needed it, I need it. If He said it was a gift to me, man, I want it. If He sent it to me to help me, I wanted Him to help me. So let's just take a moment. Let's worship. I want you just to right where you're at. We're not going to stand. I just want you to sit. I want you to close your eyes. And I just want you to begin to pray and say, Holy Spirit, I want to know you. I want a relationship with you. I want you to fill me and empower me. I want you to lead me and guide me. You're my gift. I receive you today. You're my paraclete. You've been called alongside to help me. I'm sorry I pushed you away. We're gonna we're gonna take care of that, but just you do do that a little bit on your own right now. Just sing for a moment. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Come this place, the atmosphere. Your glory, God is what our hearts. I'm going to open these altars this morning. If you want to come and just stand and just worship and just talk to the Holy Spirit. If you want to come and invite Him to come and work in your life. I'm going to lead you in a prayer in just a moment. But if you want to spend a few minutes with the Holy Spirit, come on. Just invite Him. Somebody's like, well, I, I want to come, but something's pulling me. That's the Holy Spirit drawing you to come. It's the devil telling you not to. Come on, give in to the Holy Spirit. Be led by the Spirit. Let us become, Let us become more, aware more aware of your presence. Father, open our eyes Let and our hearts. Let us experience the glory of your presence through the Holy Ghost. Let us become Let us become aware. Open our eyes, open our spirits, open our hearts. Show us what you're doing, Lord. Reveal to us your power. Let us become more aware of 
worship. Come on, invite the Holy Spirit to fill that room you're in. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Come flood this place. into that glory into that relationship step number one to developing and building and being filled with the Holy Spirit is you must be born again the Holy Spirit will not feel an unholy vessel but it's not what you can do it's what Jesus can do If you're here today or you're watching online, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you've never given your life to Christ, now's your time. And know this, it's the Holy Spirit that's convicting you right now and leading you to Jesus. And when you accept Jesus, come on, the Holy Spirit's coming. He is coming to live and develop a relationship with you. And then we're going to give our lives, amen, to His anointing, His calling, His purpose, His power. So if you need Jesus right now in this building or by online, say with me, Dear Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I believe that you're the son of God, that you died on the cross for my sins. Today, I accept Jesus Christ as my personal savior. Be the Lord of my life. I give you my talents, my abilities. I give you my sins and failures. Today, I give my life to Jesus Christ. Forgive me of all of my sins. Transform me through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now everyone pray with me. Holy Spirit, thank you for leading me to Jesus. For convicting me of my sin and showing me I needed a Savior. Holy Spirit, I need you in my life. I need your comfort. I need your power. I need your guidance. I need your wisdom. Holy Spirit, today I invite you to just come. Lead me. Guide me. Direct me. Reveal the word of God to me. Speak what Jesus wants me to know. Holy Spirit, I'm open. I receive you. Thank you today. Let us develop a friendship, a relationship. I trust you. Let me be sensitive to your voice. When you prompt me not to do something, let me be obedient. When I do something wrong, Holy Spirit, please convict me. Show me so that I can repent. Today, I choose to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, I invite you to baptize me.
with fire. Holy Ghost, fill me up. Let me develop and walk in the fruits of the Spirit. And I ask for the gifts of the Spirit. Let me develop and walk, operate in those gifts that you have for me. Thank you. Come on, somebody say, Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you. Today I'm in relationship with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. What a journey this is about to be. Let's, let's just take a moment and tell the Holy Spirit we're sorry. Holy Spirit, I'm sorry for not listening to you, for grieving you. Times you tried to tell me and you tried to lead me, but I just pushed you away and did my own thing. I'm sorry. Come back. Talk to me again. Let's develop a relationship. Empower me, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Come on, just lift your hands. And say, Father, I receive your gift. I receive your gift. Come on, one more time. Chrissy, would y'all just sing one more time? Holy Spirit, you're welcome. You're welcome here. Come on, just worship. Just receiving. Listen to his voice. Spirit, you, you are welcome. welcome <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, we feel your presence here today. Glory, God is your glory. Your presence, your anointing. Oh, Holy Spirit, you're welcome. You're welcome in my life. You're welcome. You do in me what you want to do. Make me like Jesus. Oh, let me walk in authority, walk in power. Let me have that boldness to declare your word. Oh, I start my journey today, but I'm going to continue until I'm filled up and overflowing and baptized in your spirit. Full and overflowing. Hallelujah. Father, give each believer their own tongue, their own prayer language that they can develop and that they can communicate with you. Holy Spirit, those that have been baptized but haven't developed and haven't been using that gift, I pray you would refill them. Give them a fresh outpouring and a fresh filling of the Holy Ghost. Stir up that gift within them. Don't let it just lay dormant. Speak to us, Holy Spirit. Speak through us, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. How many of you that are here today have been baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues? Let me see your hands. About half the crowd. I'm gonna ask, let, me, let me tell you this. Some of you that are just, just coming into a relationship with the Holy Spirit and just developing that relationship. The Bible declares He is no respecter of persons. All those people you saw lift their hand, Jesus does not love them 
any more than he loves you. And if he'll give them that gift, he will give that gift to you. So don't think they're just special. You're special. We're special. So you just develop. Today, you've invited the Holy Spirit to come. Now you just begin to listen to him, feed him the word, and just let him do his work in your life. Can I get a big amen? Somebody say, thank God for the Holy Spirit.